Having seen increasing amounts of Burkina Faso being controlled by extremist groups, as well as the country experiencing two military coups in 2022, security is a priority for those travelling there. So how should you prepare and what can you expect when travelling to the country? Hello and welcome to this global security podcast from International SOS, the leading health and security risk services company. I'm Chris Giles. Well, joining me for this episode is Rory Keith, International SOS's lead security analyst for the Sahel region in Africa, who's recently returned from Burkina Faso, and I asked him more about his trip. So I travelled to Burkina Faso late last year and went to both the capital, Ouagadougou, and the second city, Bobo Dioulasso. In terms of the main practical implications and lessons that I learned from the trip, first up, it's very important to have an understanding of French. French is the main lingua franca for the country. And um, although an understanding of French might help you, it's also important to know that Burkina Faso's version of French is more of a dialect. And if, like me, you're used to conversing with people who sound like President Emmanuel Macron of France, with a very French and formal type of spoken French, going to Burkina Faso can be quite a challenge to understand people. So that's worth bearing in mind. Anglophone people should not necessarily assume that people would speak English in the country because English is only spoken by a handful of people. So when you arrived at the airport, did you face any issues at all? I had planned on getting a visa on arrival, although there are a few considerations that I'd like to express to our clients intending on travelling through uh, Wagadougou International Airport. Yes, it is possible for most European and developed world nationals to get a visa on arrival. However, there are a few considerations here. Firstly, payment for the visa is only possible via the local currency. That's West African CFA franc or XOF. And that currency isn't that easy to get hold of outside of the countries in which it's used. So using dollars, you'll need to leave the airport first in order to change money and return. Being one of the last off the aeroplane, it meant that the visa processing office weren't able to process my visa on the day. The knock-on impact of that is that you need to have a visa in order to get a SIM card, and without the SIM card, you can't make contact with people. So from a security perspective, it's definitely worth planning this in advance. Information on the cost of the visa details can be found now on International SOS's website, but this information isn't widely available prior to travel. So preparation in this respect in order to make contact with people and ensure that you have contact between the employer and the employee who's travelling, that's going to be necessary. So tell me more about Burkina Faso. Can you give me an overview of the country from International SOS's perspective? We rate Burkina Faso's security environment as high risk, which is the fourth highest on our five-tier scale. And much of the country is now in the highest category that is extreme risk wherein we advise against all travel however the capital Wagadougou and second city Bobo Dioulasso are both medium risk and comprise something of a more safe zone where the security forces have tried their utmost to insulate these two locations from the security situation in the rest of the country which is troubled by a long-running jihadist insurgency. And how does International SOS rate the stability of those areas? There were two coups led by the military in 2022. Is what happened then still an issue for the country? Absolutely. It's definitely an issue that could rear its head again. Whilst the situation has calmed down and the current president, Ibrahim Traore, has garnered a degree of popular support, 
several factors are very important in deciding this. One of these is where to locate oneself within Wagadougou. If your organisation is looking to sink long-term routes into Wagadougou, the location within the capital is of critical importance because it's necessary to not locate oneself too close to key buildings, for instance, the radio and television of Burkina headquarters, the presidency and government offices were key areas in both of the coups in 2022 with heavy deployments of soldiers. So locating oneself outside of those areas is a, is a key concern. And having that resilience to be able to stand fast at short notice for up to a week at a time and to have those processes in place in advance of when it happens so that organisations are well prepared for instability should it arise again. Now, you spoke earlier about the slight differences in the language to the French spoken in France. So what's Burkina Faso's relationship like with France right now? Since particularly the second coup in 2022, the government that's now in power in Burkina Faso has been quite keen to distance itself from France. And we have seen some anti-French unrest during times of instability, particularly in 2022 itself. French businesses have found themselves unable to operate in the same way that they were prior to that coup. That unrest, we did see demonstrators gather outside the French embassy and burn part of the front of the embassy. But generally, the overall day-to-day feeling is not one of hostility towards foreigners, but it's certainly an important consideration for for planning. And deciding on the level of exposure of your organisation is a key consideration again. If your organisation is French in name, French in origin, then it may find itself in a higher position of visibility during those times of unrest when it may then become targeted. Whilst individual employees are less likely to be targeted, it's again an important consideration and one that should be taken into account when planning travels during times of unease, tensions or protests. With regards to any business travellers intending to visit the country, what's your assessment with regards to what they should be aware of to protect themselves from being a potential victim of crime? Crime is not a major concern uh, in Burkina Faso. During my trip there, I spoke with many people in the embassies and uh, wider security industry, and they drew comparisons between Ouagadougou and European cities such as Stockholm. So in terms of the rate at which crime occurs no worse than some of the better cities in in the world in that respect. Some common sense procedures are necessary. Crime tends to rise at night as it does in most cities around the world associated with people leaving bars, for instance, after they close. And people may find themselves, particularly people carrying valuables, are at a higher risk of having a snatch and grab type robbery. But otherwise, uh, crime isn't a major concern. Walking around Bobo Lasso in particular, the feeling is not one of an atmosphere in which one feels the potential for being a target of crime. And Rory, what advice would International SOS offer to people considering travelling to Burkina Faso? International SOS maintains a network of trusted security partners in Burkina Faso. And part of what I was doing in the country was to reaffirm these relationships that International SOS has and to vet providers to make sure that their services meet the expectations that our clients will have and ensure that these services are able to be delivered to clients in times of turmoil, such as during the coups of 2022. Additionally, in a country which has had a history of terror attacks, instability and security problems, it's necessary to vet accommodation according to the risk environment. So 
as part of international SOS's offerings, we have maintained a database of secure hotels. And so I traveled to all of the country's top hotels to assess their security measures, meet with their staff and see firsthand whether those security measures are capable of mitigating the risks that our clients may find themselves in during those times of turmoil. Finally, I wanted to ask you, Rory, what's your assessment for the outlook for Burkina Faso? Despite the short-term improvements in stability and the popular support that the government has been able to create and facilitate since the second coup of 2022, I got a very negative impression from my discussions with people in Ouagadougou on the topic of the future of the country's security. People drew particular attention to the fact that many embassies in the city were reducing the levels of staffing and reducing the numbers of dependents in the country. And that was pointed to as evidence that the international community doesn't feel that things are likely to go well in the future. That said, the rate of decline might be hard to tell. It may be potentially decades. Burkina Faso now finds itself as part of an alliance with neighbouring Mali and Niger, all of whom have had anti-Western, sort of pro-Russian military-led coups. And whilst these countries have faced sanctions and, and difficulties, the future remains to be seen. So it's a, a negative outlook, but one that's tempered by the unknown. We still don't know what the future holds. OK, Rory, thank you so much for all your analysis and advice. Thank you. Well, that's all for now, but just a reminder that you'll be able to access all the latest information and updates on Burkina Faso from our website, internationalsos.com. And from there, you can find out about our global network of assistance centres that are available to clients 24-7. But until next time, thanks so much for listening and goodbye.